This week on the podcast, we're talking about a topic that was a request from a listener, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. We also cover Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Carrie and I go over all the details of these two parties. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I'm happy to say I have my friend Carrie here with me again today. Hi, Carrie. Hey, Fran. Hello. Um, today we wanted to chat about some of the special event parties that are going on at Walt Disney World and maybe one at Disneyland I know you might want to chat about. Um, mm-hmm. But I actually had someone reach out to me online, Lindsay, who was chatting with her husband and she thinks she's convinced him to do Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party this year. And, you know, because she was showing him all the Haunted Mansion stuff, he was so excited. And she said, you know, it would be really helpful if you could do a podcast on those events. So I said, yeah, what a great idea. So here yeah, we are. It's a, not that far. It won't be long before they're telling us the dates of them and everyone will start buying tickets. And Right? Like it's, it's, yeah, time for people to start planning. Because it feels like every year it gets a little earlier. Like if we look at Mickey's Not So Scary... I feel like it's spring when they start these parties now. Yeah, last year it was extra early. It started August 16th, which it creeps up every single year because I go to the annual Epcot Pin Trading Festival and I know, or event, and I know in the early years that I went, we it would always be um, at the start of September and we would be like fingers crossed that we could figure out how to do the Epcot pin event and the Halloween party, we would be, and we'd be ecstatic the years that it kind of aligned, we could do it. And then, and now like they moved the party, the pin event into August. Uh, and we still get to go to the Halloween party because they keep moving the Halloween party up. So um, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's creeped up. Like that's, what is it? Eight weeks of Halloween parties. And even when it was always around late, like at the end of the summer or around the early part of September, when they had them, like even that felt like a stretch because, you know, it's exciting at that point because it's, you know, it, well, it might not feel like fall in Florida at that time, but you know, at home, it's like starting to be fall time and they have the decorations up and, and you start to get excited about it. But it was, it was still hot as heck there. And, and it was, it, it felt like a stretch even then. So now that it's mid-August. Kinda. Yeah, it just, to me, it's just too, it's, it just seems like so much. It's so early, but I guess, you know, for people that are planning and they, you know, they're Halloween kind of people, um, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is a huge deal for them. I'm not a big Halloween fan, so maybe that's why. Um, I think too, with the Halloween party, like I'm a perfect example of when I first went to the Halloween party the very first time I traveled in October, it was a game changer for me. Like I always went at a different time of the year. And then when I saw that fall decor and I went to that Halloween party, I was hooked. Like, so it's so popular. Like you can't blame them, right? Like they know it's such a popular thing and they can get away with having more and more parties. So why not? And it's beloved, like everybody loves it. So. Yeah. But, and it is, it's a huge special event. Like everybody loves it. You know, for me, I it just having all the decorations up so early kind of, you know, I don't know. I struggle with that. But even just to give it the overview, so it's a Halloween party. It's usually about $85 for adults and $50 for children, like three to nine. Um, usually in that price range, and that's, you know, based on the last couple of years, but who knows what it'll be this year. And then you get special trick or treat, fireworks, and a parade, and meet and greets. And we can go into all of these sort of in detail, but that's kind of the crux of it. That's that's all that comes with this Halloween party that you go to. And then they usually do them like a couple of times a week between the time they start and Halloween night, right? Right. Yeah. 
and Halloween night is the one obviously that sells out the fastest right away. I don't know that I'd want to be there on Halloween night. I think I, I might have, I, I think I have been there Halloween night or. Have you? I think I have. I've definitely been, I've definitely been a few times right around whether I went on the 31st, the 30th or, or the 1st, if they had it, um, like fall, go into November. Cause often the last one is usually November 1st. I guess maybe yeah depending. they usually do yeah depending on where the weekend is or whatever but I've the, been at them all different times of the of, of the uh, window like I've done them early and I've done them Labor Day-ish and I've definitely done them closer to I don't know I think that they're just if they're busy they're busy like they sell so many tickets I think it's more getting your ticket for the one for the dates that are closer to Halloween I've always worried that if you went later on you wouldn't get all the best candy <laughs> <laughs> maybe towards the end they're running out of them yeah or maybe but, towards the beginning they're a little light they're a little light on it because they they don't want to give away to i don't know i know that they have but it's so hysterical <laughs> because we were talking about it how many halloween parties i've been to and i never trick or treat like what's wrong with me i never so when you when you walk into the halloween party so for those that don't know you you get to arrive early you I think, like without a park ticket, so you don't have to have a park ticket for that day, like a regular park ticket for that day, but you do get to arrive. I think I want to say it's like five o'clock or six o'clock. It's five. Yeah. And you get to come into the Magic Kingdom at that time. And then the event usually starts around seven. Mm-hmm. I get seven. And that's when they start sort of shutting park. down the park to everyone else. And they do that by every, you get a wristband. So when you come in with your party ticket, you get a wristband. So they check your ticket, they put a wristband on you and they give you like a little bag for trick or treating. Yes. And the wristband is what helps the cast members know whether or not you're, you're there as part of the party. So for those people that think, oh, I'm in the magic kingdom that day, let me just stick around and see the parade and the fireworks. You don't get to do that. Cast members are actively looking for people without the wristbands to you know, gently remind them that it's time to leave and you cannot ride an attraction. You can't buy merchandise. You can't like once the party is in full swing, uh, if you don't have a a wristband, you can't really do anything. Now this, you know, this is always, I, it's, it's fascinating to watch the cast members. I don't know if you do this, but like I watch to see how many people try to stay in the park to see the the parade and and the fireworks, but the cast members are pretty good at getting you know, identifying those people and asking them to, you know. I've identified some people when I've been at, <laughs> at Halloween parties to make sure that people are taken out of the park. Is that horrible? No, I don't think it's horrible at all. I think, you know, when you're paying that kind of money to be at a party, you, you don't want to be looking around and seeing all these people around you that didn't pay to be there. Well, I've been, my, my experience, my particular experience was that people, um, were waiting for the parade right like they were on main street waiting for the parade and they did not have tickets yes like no especially like they had prime like curb location yeah and uh, that's not that's not fair and have you have you seen some, like i've seen a couple of arguments where the cast members are trying to get people to leave and and they're like no 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 and yeah yeah it's not cool it's not cool so for those listening, don't do that. If you want to buy a ticket, we can, you know, get them in advance. Um, so the party itself, it's supposed to be limited tickets. So it's not like a full day at the Magic Kingdom. It's not supposed to have the crowds that are at the full day at the Magic Kingdom. Although I'm starting to debate that. Like, do you remember way back when they had those, like the Pirate and Princess nights? Like, be, I, I don't know if that was before the Halloween party ever came to be but man it was so quiet like you could buy that event ticket and there was you know the crowds were so low but now with the halloween party like they're really popular which i guess now is why why they have so many they have so many but the, the, and if they allow more people to go right and they, i don't know how many people are are invited into a party night i've always wanted to know and it's one of those things like when you google you don't really find out like you know, <laughs> Trying to figure out the various capacities for things not easily Googleable. Yeah, because it's pretty, it, it must, I think they raise the capacity every year. But I think last year, wasn't that the first year they sold sort of a season's pass to these parties? 
Yes, they did that. Yeah. Yeah. So for Florida residents, I think they could buy a season pass that allowed them to go to all the Halloween parties. Or at least most of them, maybe not like Halloween night or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you get in the park, you got your wristband, you got your little your little bag, and then they have all these trick-or-treat locations, which I never went to, but apparently, like, this is, I just, I never even thought to do it, to be honest. <laughs> so, you know, I, I always like the candy. I like the candy, especially in the early days, because I, I, I don't see it, I can't say that I love the candy selection that they that they give out now and and when you've got, gone to so many of them like it's almost a it's almost makes me not want to go as much as as i used to because of the candy selection really <laughs> but <laughs> but for me like i like being an adult to traveling uh, like to this event and not having kids like i would i would often in my earlier years, like stay to the party to the very, very end. And I would kind of run around and get candy at the end of the night. So yes. I would, for me, my priority was seeing the fireworks and the parade because again, that first time I experienced it, it was like mind boggling, like how amazing those fireworks were and how cool that parade was. Right. Um, so that would be my focus. And my focus always was people watching because of the because because of the um, costumes, so like I would never. I don't even. Well, maybe I have certain years have gotten photos taken with characters, but like I wouldn't. I would regularly not even meet a character or get a photo with a character at all. My priority would be to watch the fireworks, watch the parade twice, get some candy, and then every other um, moment just sit and people watch because the costumes that the families wear. Oh yeah, um, like. Like I always tell people that the cost of the admission is worth it just from the people watching because it is so entertaining. Like just to sit and wait for that parade and just watch people go by like the stuff that people wear and the family costumes are just like, you think that you've seen the coolest thing and then you see something cooler. Yeah. They, it's like these guys put months into these costumes. They're not like the regular costumes you see of the kids trick or treating around at home. These some of these families are all out perfectly themed together. And so creative, like some things you'd never even think of having as a costume and, and someone's put it together. I think I think my favorite I ever saw at the party was, you know, when you're in Spaceship Earth and you go through uh the the room where all the computers are and there's the woman with the yellow leggings and the, and the big, the big poofy hair and the white lab coat or whatever. I saw someone dressed as her. That was, that was like awesome because not everybody really knew who it was. Right. Yeah. Those are the coolest ones when they're kind of, you know, Disney things like park things and you really have to be in tune with the details to, to get them. Or seeing like little, seeing little ones dressed up as Walt Disney, like melt mm -hmm. your heart. Yeah, so cool. So yeah, people watching alone is, is is entertainment enough for me. Um, I would never like the only rides I would ever go on would be um like I'd go on the haunted mansion, maybe yeah. like squeezing a pirate ride if I had time. But but really no no rides. And I know there's some people that probably take advantage of the fact that there's no lines at most of the rides, and they go on the rides when they're at the party. Yeah. Yeah, because, but the Haunted Mansion is special for that. Like, there's usually a line during the, the Halloween party for the Haunted Mansion because they have, like, they have the, the ghosts outside. Yeah, they, and they have, usually the cast members are all makeup, like, they've got makeup on and they act their part. Yeah, it's usually a pretty good show right outside the mansion. And they, and usually, they have special photo pass photos. Yeah, those photos are incredible. I've had some well, good ones there. The photo pass pictures over the last couple of years are have upped the game too with what you can do at the parties. Yeah, the party always has some extra special photo pass. Um, so there's a lot of time spent in line for for photos, I think, and special event characters. There, there are people like there are people. There are characters that are out <laughs> to meet and greet that you don't normally find uh, from day to day in the parks. And that's some people. That's their priority to to get characters in certain costumes or to get characters that you don't see, like the seven dwarfs. Right, that's the big one. The seven that's dwarfs all together. 
yeah. you you only get at the parties, right? And then uh, the Jack and Sally uh, photo op is a big one. Like people get into the park for the party and go straight to that area to get in line to get that photo done. So for some people, they may spend the majority of their time just doing that. Doing the photos. And then mm -hmm. the, they have some of the um, the characters like Minnie Mouse or Daisy, Goofy, Donald, like they all have um, Halloween costumes on. So their outfits mm -hmm. are Halloween inspired. Those are, those are kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they have the attractions open for sure. But well, and they have uh, over the last number of years have upped the game on all of the special treats. Like there's always been special merchandise. And like as a pin trader, we would always go to the first Halloween party so we could get our paws on the new pins and whatever before like the limited edition pins. But over the last couple of years, like there's so many like limited edition snacks and treats and cupcakes yeah. and cake and pops and like that. Yeah. They have a lot of special treats that are going on during the party that you could just go and eat your way around. And I find I forget about them. Like if there's anything that's kind of a new add on to the parties that I, I missed, you know, in the, late, the last couple of years is, is remembering to grab some of that stuff. See, isn't it funny? Like, I know we've talked about it before where I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, the parties, like there's not much there, blah, blah. And then when we're talking about it, I forget how much there is to do at the party. Mm -hmm. Like, aside from the people watching, there are tons to do. Like there, the trick-or-treating, the snacks, like snacks all over the place. There really is always that. Then the photo pass opportunities with and without characters. And then, of course, there's the parade. And I will say, of all of the parades, I think this is my favorite. That Headless Horseman, if you have never seen it, it like you just have to stand in awe pretty cool it is cool that horse is huge well and back in the old days they he he ran through that he ran like they ran through the line do you remember yeah so the parade right before the parade starts the headless horseman would gallop right yeah i don't know if the right word or maybe he gallops now i would think he galloped before and and we we would always try to get a picture of him of course, we're dialing it back a couple of years where our cameras probably weren't the greatest <laughs> compared to what they would be now on our phones. But he would gallop by like at the start of before the start of the parade, and we would never be able to get a picture of this of this horseman or like because yeah. it would just be a blur because because he moves so fast. And so now he now he just saunters through he saunters along the parade route before it starts right so it's yeah. a lot easier to but it's no much like it's still awesome oh it's like, awesome it more, like maybe a bit more i don't know i think it's just it was before it was kind of not eerie like kind of i don't know i can't explain it when he kind of when he when he went quickly through right yeah um, but now it's 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 changed a little bit but i think the mood like they have the the um the light keeper don't they and then and walking ahead and then he kind of saunters behind it's, on the horse. Yeah, it's and one of the things that I don't think a lot of people realize is that the rider on that horse really can't see. Like he really can't see where he's going. That horse does that route on its own. And maybe that's why they've slowed him down a little bit. Um, but yeah, so he comes out, I guess it's over by Splash Mountain, right? And then he comes all the way through and down Main Street and then out by the barn. And, and it's very quiet and the cast members clear the street to make sure because that horse is doing this all by itself. Can you imagine sitting on the back of a horse that size and, and just not being able to see where you're going? No. It's crazy. And it's a beautiful horse. Mm -hmm. But then, so they make sure that, I think it's the horse, there's two horses that do that route. Um, and you can see them over at... Uh, Fort Wilderness. So if you go over to Fort Wilderness, you can see some of the horses in the barn and you can see, I think the one I saw was Khan. And oh my gosh, when you stand next to him, then you realize how big that horse is. Um, so then once he's gone out the back of the barn and they close that door, then they kick off the, the rest of the parade. Um, and wow, some of those floats, it's you know, even though you watch YouTube videos or you see them online, like I've posted videos myself from there, it kind of doesn't do it justice. Mm -hmm. 
Like there's a float with the haunted mansion, right? Like the hitchhiking mm -hmm. ghosts. Mm -hmm. Very cool. It's very mm -hmm. cool. Which one is your favorite? I think I'll let you go first. What what, what float do you, is your favorite? Do you think? Um, I don't know. It's all everything about it is pretty awesome. It's I think that the the um haunted mansion one. I like the grave, like with the grave diggers and in the, their um, their what do you call it shovels? Yeah, pretty cool. I I've always kind of laughed about the 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 one with the with the the country one, the chicken one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a I funny the one. Fall, the country fall hoedown. That's why they're there. I always thought that one was kind of fun. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I love the grave diggers too, with their shovels and they're they're like walking along, dragging them along the street. That's and the dancers, the ghost dancers. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's it's like everything about it is awesome, and the music is amazing too. It's one of those it's one of those um, parades where the music just stays with you. Yeah. Like it does. you just you can't get the song. Like I think all all the Disney parades are are guilty of of being an earworm and making you want to sing them. But I think the boot to you music was is awesome. Oh yeah! Like now we're we're both gonna have like boot to you and boot yeah, right. Like you're gonna have it in your head. <laughs> yeah, that one in for me. The paint the night the paint the night soundtrack is one of my other favorite parades. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good soundtrack too. Yeah, they always have two. So they have um dance parties at these at these events too. Mm -hmm. So they'll have like little dance parties where some of the characters will come out and dance with with people. Yeah, I forgot about them. Like I steer clear of dance parties when I'm at any type of <laughs> And why is that? I don't know. You and I did a little dance party at Disneyland. Don't you remember? There were I'm trying to remember what it was for. It wasn't a special event, but somehow we accidentally ended up in the middle. I don't know where we were going, but we were cutting through like Tomorrowland. And remember, we ended up in the middle of a dance party. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There is, well, the thing at Disneyland, if we're not talking about Disneyland for a second. <laughs> at Disneyland, they do, they do, um, like in the summertime, they've done like date nights at Disneyland where they have like a band and people dancing. They do that. That's my kind of people watching slash dance party type of thing. Where they have like a it's where like stitches a, out there shaking his booty and all that stuff. That's usually not my jam when it comes to yeah. <laughs> Although they had I was looking, I was watching videos on YouTube about um at Disneyland they had the eighties night. Well, that would hear? have been like fun. They had, a, they had a nighttime 80s party, and I think people are like trying to decide if like the 80s night was better than the 90s night or whatever. But they like brought back to life like Videopolis, which was at the back of Disneyland um, near Toontown, and they had like dance parties there regularly. And the Disneyland kids went bonkers over it. Like everybody, it was like the place to be. Like I think people are petitioning to like bring back Videopolis at Disneyland because they had so much fun. So a lot of people are saying like the night was, you know, it was okay. And I think a lot of them like the nineties night better, but then they keep talking about this Videopolis party, which they transformed the space the way that it used to be back in the old days. And everybody had a, a rocking time. And I was like, I still don't know if I'd want to hang out at that party, but maybe I'd give it a try. Maybe you'd go and shake your booty a little bit over there. This is Disneyland. I might give it a try. I don't it's know Disneyland. You would. You'd be but right in there. But an 80s night would be fun. Well, I would like, I would think so too, but I, I do think that the people were saying they like the 90s better. I guess maybe the crowds that are that are there are more in tune with the 90s than the 80s. Yeah. I think 80s, I think there should be a regular 80s night. That would be fun. I'd love to go to that. <laughs> that would be fun. Kind of like if they did a 70s night, I don't think it would be as popular. I well, I don't know. That could be that could be fun too. I love all those yeah. kind of theme nights, but they just they can't pull them off at Walt Disney World the way they can at Disneyland. Yeah, it'd be neat if they tried. If they tried. <laughs> can you imagine like the chaos that would ensue if they had like nights? Because the problem is they for these events they have to close the park, so people have been planning their vacation for like eighteen months, and then they arrive to find like. And then they find out the Magic Kingdom's closing at seven o'clock. 
when they're there like that's hard that can royally yeah. mess up people's plans <laughs> whereas i guess because you're right like they they have less sort of touristy people and a lot more locals at disneyland so for them it's not quite such a big deal well yeah for sure and they um i would think that yeah like a lot of like because there's so many annual pass holders and so many people that are local like if it's their if 90s is their thing then it's gonna it's gonna sell out in a blink and and they do them later in the evening anyways like they do them after close like right. three hours it's not like they're cutting into park time like they would at a halloween party or, or whatever but yeah, those are more catered to the adults though, right? Where these parties, you know, yes, there are a lot of people that are adults only going, but a lot of them are for the kids to show up, which is why, you know, the second parade is always the best parade because they do it so they do uh, parade, fireworks, and then parade again. So the second parade is when all the kids, like a lot of the kids have gone home by then. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people leave after those fireworks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got me hooked. The Halloween parties. <laughs> See? So now you got to go back this year for a Halloween. Well, you'll be there for the pin event or whatever. Yeah, that, and the, actually last year they did do changes to the party and I didn't go uh, and I could have went, but I just needed a break. Like I've been many, I've been many times, some years, twice, because I happened to have two trips, you know, during that time. So I was kind of excited to take a break from the Halloween party. I can't believe that I said that because it was one of my most favorite things to ever do. Um, so yeah, maybe this year I'll go back. You needed a break. Yeah, I needed a break from the Halloween parties. Um, but yeah, this year the pin event, we still don't know what date it is going to be. Um, so yeah, hopefully it'll align. Now, what about the stage show? So I will confess, I'm not one, like, I don't know why I never seem to go and watch them. So they had like the Hocus Pocus uh, villain spectacular. Like it's the on the stage in front of the castle and they have this show maybe four or five times throughout the party. Yeah, I don't really, I don't, I don't necessarily watch them. Like they're awesome. Like I have watched them, but I don't usually make it a priority unless I happen to be waiting for the fireworks or the parade and happen to be in the right spot. Right. Yeah, me too. Like I just, it's never something that I'm kind of going out of my way to watch the show, but I don't know why not because like it's, it's part of the event that you can only see at the event. But I think yeah. it depends on where you like you place yourself. So if you if if I was going to watch the parade um, from Main Street and or in the hub, then I would probably plan myself there and I would watch the, watch the parade, watch the show, watch the fireworks, and kind of stay in one spot. Right. And I and that's probably how I've seen the shows when they've had the shows on when I've seen the shows on the, on the stage. But otherwise, I'm usually like in Frontierland to watch the parade. So that's my preferred. Oh, you watch from Frontierland? Yes. Yeah. We like to mix it up. Sometimes we're over by the Country Bears. Um, and then sometimes we're like right near the barbershop. Right. Usually I'll watch the first parade from from near the pin shop, like by Country Bears, because I'm often there with my friends and my pin trading friends and we're buying pins and and we have been all kinds of times to the party so we kind of hang out over there shoot the breeze eat snacks chill out buy our pins gab and we stay there and then i usually watch the second parade i like to watch it right from the um like right near the train station about the front because mm, yes you know mosey your way down there and it's usually not so crazy busy and you can get a good spot to sit and, and i usually watch the second right yeah, it's usually not too bad at the second parade. The first parade, you'd have to be lined up there way too early. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about what you would advise sort of somebody first time at the at the party, I don't think you can do it all at the party. You know, like a, you, there's no way you could go there, see the parade, see the fireworks, meet all the characters that are special to the party, do your trick or treating, see the stage show there's just there's too much to do in one party like i think you have to kind of go in with a plan of i'm not going to ride any attractions here are the three characters i want to meet and get photo passes with like i think you'd have to have a good plan well and i even think the the photos with the characters 
and seeing the parade and the fireworks that there alone is is a, is a full agenda it's a full night right a couple of trick-or-treating and i think it really depends on like how i advise people depends on the kids that are with right like if they're with little kids or if they were with bigger kids if 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 they're with bigger kids and they're going to maximize every minute of the of the night then that's kind of a different tips i would give nurses you know someone that says well we're, you know we'll see the fireworks and then we're gonna leave like i don't yeah definitely different advice depending on their yeah, and it is important to note too, like the the costumes. There are restrictions on what kind of costumes people can wear too. Uh, they get updated every year, so it's always best to check the website, the official website, not any other website, the official website. But what you're allowed to wear, you know, masks, you know, are allowed for some, not for everyone. Especially, you know, guests 13 and under apparently last year could wear them. Um, you know, they change it every year, and it's for safety and it's dark in the Magic Kingdom at the party, of course. So there's a lot of reasons, good reasons for uh, the restrictions that they put on costumes. But it is definitely, it is a fun event. Oh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to go this year. Maybe, yeah. I don't think, I didn't go last year either. I don't think I went last year. And I'm the same as you. Like most years we're there for at least one, if not two you know, my sister's really big on the parties. Um, oh, no, it was the, I think I did the Halloween. Maybe I didn't do the Christmas one this year. Because um, remember, it was sold out right before. <laughs> it sold out right before I went to buy my ticket. And then I was like, oh, well. Um, yeah, the Christmas party is one that I've only done. I, I might have only done it once. Yeah. And see, I, w I had every intention for us to talk about all the special events. But I think like we just talked for half an hour on the Halloween party. Well, and the Christmas party is sort of the same format, no yeah. trick or treating. Instead, they have um, cookie and drink stations, and and you can and you can stop by and get complimentary treats. Right. But it's the same sort of thing with the characters and the parade and the fireworks. It's it's the same skeleton of an event. It's just a Christmas themed one instead of a Halloween themed one. And I like I I like the Christmas party one because I love parades and special fireworks. But for me, once I started, go, once I saw that Halloween party, I started to go at Halloween time and I almost am, am rarely there uh, during the Christmas season to even go to a Christmas party. Because yeah. I love that. I got hooked on the Halloween. <laughs> I got hooked on fall. So <laughs> if I diversified my uh, monthly, the, the months I went to Walt Disney World, I probably would have been to a few more. But, but, um, but it's the same thing. Like they start the Christmas party so early. I think it's you know it basically halloween comes down christmas goes up mm -hmm. um i love the i love seeing i'm not a christmas person either uh but you know the decorations are pretty cool that they put up at the magic kingdom and i'm not a big fan of the hot chocolate they give out but the cookies at the party are really good those i stop for i don't trick or treat but i stop for cookies at the at the christmas party for sure well now they're wrapped so you could take them to go yeah yeah see the last time I went, they weren't wrapped, and I was like, oh, I think I might have packed some Ziploc bags, but now they're all individually wrapped, so you could take them and eat them the rest of your trip. I guess that's, well, because they used to, the, the cast members would be there, and they would have gloves on, and they would just hand you the cookie, so it really didn't need to be wrapped or anything, but I guess now germs, whatever, they're, they're wrapping them. I don't know. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of the hot chocolate. How many cookies can you eat in one night? Well, so like, I think that they're wrapped and you can, you can eat them later. What do you mean? How many could you eat in one night? Like, that's a silly question. If you're walking around. Well, you collected them before you like have them wrapped in a napkin and you have to eat them. Yeah. Well, no, you just stop at a cookie oh. station. They had cookie stations everywhere. You could walk from one cookie station to the next. You know, but like, I don't want to eat cookie after cookie after cookie. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that issue. <laughs> Whereas with the Halloween party, you're just getting candy, so you can do. Well, and you take the candy home, right? Like back to the resort with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that I ever had candy. But yeah, I did stop for the cookies, for sure. And the special event, like cupcakes and treats, and sometimes they have special like ice creams and stuff like that for the events. 
So it's important to keep an eye at what's out there and, and see what's in store for your party this year. So hopefully the tickets will be on sale soon for Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And um, people will start to buy them depending on planning their trips, depending if you have a trip planned in advance for around that time. I think um, this year we're going to go to the Oogie Boogie Bash, right? At Disneyland. Oh, I knew we couldn't get, get through. On the podcast, so it's official. You want to say it on the podcast so it's official? Yeah, like so when the Oogie Boogie Bash tickets come on sale, since we're talking about tickets coming on sale. Oh, since yeah, because we couldn't get through this one talking about you know Halloween, Mickey's not so scary, Mickey's very merry Christmas party, and then somehow somebody had to slip in the oogie boogie bash at Disneyland. Because apparently it's fantastic. Because I didn't get to go last year because the tickets sold out immediately. I know I felt so. When the first party happened, I was like, "Oh snap, I'm gonna have to go." And then the, the tickets were sold out because once it was out there and everyone saw how awesome it was, every other um events over I felt so bad for you because you were like oh my gosh there's the oogie boogie I gotta go and you didn't even care like you were gonna jump on a plane and go to Disneyland just to go to this oogie boogie and it was sold out so this year um as soon as they announced we should buy tickets and then figure out how to get there (laughs) I sound like Becky as soon as you have to get you spent way too much time with my sister on the cruise because you're starting to sound like her. Let's just go and buy the event tickets. Who cares about how to get to California to go to the event? We'll figure that out later as long as we you have just the Oogie have to Boogie. allocate some vacation days to a fall Disneyland trip. Yeah. That's all that I ask and I'll take care of the rest. I have, well, I did go, I was in Disneyland a few years ago for Halloween and that was fun, like seeing the overlay at, um, the haunted mansion that was that was pretty cool i will admit that was really good i i like i like disneyland um and disney california adventure halloween a lot like i love disneyland at walt disney world but there's and disneyland is similar it has some differences but like it's awesome it's awesome too like it's it's awesome well i was saying on one of the podcasts too like i've stayed in every resort at walt disney world but yet at Disneyland, I've only stayed in two of the three. Like, how did I manage to stay in all the resorts at Walt Disney World? And I've only stayed at two of the three in Disneyland. It's because I keep staying at California Adventure. Yeah. Or Di- Cal- Grand California. Um, yeah. yeah. California. So. You need to stay at Disneyland. I have to stay at the Disneyland Hotel. I haven't, I haven't stayed there. So that's on the list of things to do this year. With the Oogie like Boogie. That. So maybe that's the trade-off, right? We'll do Oogie Boogie if I can stay at the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, can, like, that's the only place I want to stay there. That's really, twist my arm. Yeah, that was hard to convince you there, eh? So that's our, uh... We could do, like, a long weekend. We could go and hang out at the park and, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, when is your, oh, but your annual pass, you're just going to renew, aren't you? Uh, I don't know, to be determined. Maybe not. Uh, but then you then you lose your tagline of have annual pass will travel. <laughs> well, maybe I won't travel to, to Disneyland, and it'll just be the saddest year of my life. Give me a break! You not going to Disneyland, please. Saddest year. It'll all be so sad, but but you know you'll be going to Disneyland. Maybe not if I can't find anybody to go with me. Oh, whatever. Nobody that wants to go to Oogie Boogie Bash. Nobody that wants to stay at the Disneyland Hotel. You yeah. just made me say it on the oh, podcast okay. that we would go so that we would make it official. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry that I infiltrated your podcast with Disneyland. I'll, I'll you know, next time, I'm not going to mention Disneyland at all. It can be my goal. You're never going to... How are we ever going to get through podcasts without you mentioning Disneyland? Well, I'll give it a try next time, I promise. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. But yeah, the Oogie Boogie does sound fun. And, you know, why not? I did do the Mickey's Not So Scary in Disneyland when I was there. Um, that was fun, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was years. That was a few, quite a few years ago, actually. So maybe I'm due. I don't know what year I did it, but I did do, I did do it. And I thought it was, it was like it didn't have a full parade, but I still thought it was awesome. Yeah. I liked how they did their trick-or-treat trails. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Anyways. So for anyone looking 
I think the special event parties are, you know, if you're going to be there at that time and it's in your budget to buy these tickets, like it's not, it's not cheap. So if you have a family of four or five, um, you know, it is a substantial amount that you're, you're putting out for the tickets. So if it's in your budget, it's absolutely worth it to go. Um, if you can go, uh, yeah, I think, I think people should do it. It's, it's an experience. All right, Carrie. So I think we've covered our, our parties, you know, the after hours, all those extra ones, we'll have to do another podcast on those. That's because those aren't the same skeleton, right? Right. Like the after hours. And then there's another one they have now. I can't remember what it is. Villains after dark. Villains after dark. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of special events now. That are after they've, the park. They've got early magic mornings at Fan Fantasyland. They've got um, some VIP event sort of thingies, uh, like at Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Is it? It's an after dark one too, but it's it's more like you get a oh, VIP thrills. Ride. Yeah. 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 There's a lot yeah. going on after the parks mm -hmm. close. Yeah, we'll have to cover all those. Maybe we'll have to do a couple and uh, come back with a review. Yes, for sure. Yes. And finally, maybe I can download some of the videos we took when we were away and actually get them up. Did you see I put up a YouTube video the other day of um, our our stay at Riviera, our one bedroom? I have not watched it yet. I will watch it this evening. Excellent. It's Yeah, it was nice to go through and see the one bedroom. So that review is up. And I did see your thumbnail uh, that, I, that it was posted, and I thought, well, look at that. That is a spectacular looking <laughs> YouTube thumbnail. So I was, I was enticed to watch it, but I was like, I can't watch it right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She, see, Carrie is one of my biggest champions, right? She's even complimenting me on my YouTube thumbnail, um, so always offering me encouragement. I swear, you're like my pixie dust every day. Well, hold on. Well, well, well. <laughs> Well, it's, 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 you deserve it. Like I said, I saw that, I saw your, um, your thumbnail and I was like, Ooh, Fran did a bit, put up a video. And I'm like, that thumbnail looks fantastic. Oh my gosh. You're too funny. So Carrie, speaking of pixie dust, what would be yours this week? What well, brought you I've some been, joy? I've been sick. So there hasn't been a lot of joy. I've been, I've been fighting a, a cold or whatever the heck that it was. So I haven't been out too far. Haven't been. I know. I'm sorry much but um but last night i uh like i've been working a lot not spending a lot of downtime to find any pixie dust so last night i kind of vegged out and i watched on um netflix a new like documentary so i i don't like to watch on netflix like i have a hard time deciding what to watch because i don't really like to waste i don't want to watch something and realize like it was kind of a waste of my time so i don't really watch much anymore I watch a lot of documentaries, so I really, for some reason, I can. I think documentaries are worth watching. <laughs> so there's a documentary that's brand new, I believe. It's called Hashtag Cats the Movie. The movie? <laughs> All about um, <laughs> cats on social media. So like my favorite little Bob and and all the cats that we've that we've grown to love on Instagram and, and YouTube and all that stuff. So it was like a cat documentary. And if, if people don't know, I am a bit of a cat lady. Um, and it was like the best thing to watch. Like it made me so happy. And I'm kind of, I was like nerding out. Like they, a cat would cross the state, across the screen. I'd be like, that's Pudge. Like I knew who all the cats were before. Oh. <laughs> they, they even said who they were. And I'm like such a nerd, but this is so awesome. So that was really enjoyable and, and brought um brought me some joy. Absolutely last night. I thoroughly enjoyed this little documentary. And there's a lot of these Instagram cats are from Canada. But hang on, like, these are like cat celebrities? Yeah. <laughs> like cat famous cats. <laughs> they're, <called, laughs> they're, <laughs> they're like famous cats. Yes. Like, so they have their own Instagram accounts and like people follow them. And like, what do they do on Instagram? They post cute pictures and videos of the cat. Of the cat. Like, my, my, one of my favorite Instagram cats was Little Bub. And I happened to have a calendar of Little Bub in my office <laughs> at work. And Little Bub recently passed away. Rest in peace, Little Bub. Um, <laughs> but like, Little Bub was on it talking about 
how you know the owner came about and like all of a sudden he had she had all these followers and and like over all the social media platforms like little bub has like millions of followers really a cat yeah a cat yeah so and it's funny in the documentary talks a little, like a little bit about how so many people are like trying to like get insta famous like social media famous with their pets and a lot of the ones that are that have these famous instagram pets are saying like it just kind of happened right like it's it's you know the the ones that have been famous for a while it's not like they they just it just sort of happened right whether something went viral or or whatever like it just happened so you know there's so many people out there like trying very hard to get their their pets to be famous on social media cuz i guess some of them can make like $15,000 a post or something crazy like that they get brand deals they like cuz they're tech, like they're influencers they're like <laughs> they're cat influencers oh my gosh so watch it's it's you might like it you know with your being in tune with social media oh my gosh so wait 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 so if you saw this little buzz like post something saying this is my favorite little bub little bub bub like bub okay so little bub (laughs) post something saying this is my favorite cat food yeah. Then, like people, people would go and buy this cat food for their cats because yeah. little Bub said it was delicious. Yeah. Or little, like I guess they do. They get uh, where they have giveaways and things like that. Oh it's very God. interesting, and it was cute because it's full of cute like cats. Um. Yeah, it was awesome. So it brought me, it brought me a lot of joy. So you were very happy watching this documentary. Hashtag cats the movie. <laughs> in case anybody wants to go watch it i'm sure there's some people listening that have probably already seen it come on oh uh, yeah so anybody that's already seen it let me know if you were just as excited for for this movie it's like it's perfect it was perfect a documentary and about cats yeah that would that's right up your alley i'll link to it in the show notes so other people can find it too in case they're looking for it What about your pixie dust? Mine, uh, I finally swapped out my phone case. So, you know, because now hold on. So I had bought a new phone case at DTEC when we were in Florida together, but I didn't have a pop socket for it because, you know, they don't have the case with the built-in pop sockets for my phone yet, which is driving me crazy. Um, And I discovered why, because the ones where they have the built-in pop socket that then it makes the pop socket flush to the case. Um, So, but yeah, so if you attach the pop socket, it's not flush. Anyway, so I bought a case at DTEC, which is the Haunted Mansion wallpaper. And I love it because it matches my watch strap that I have for my Apple watch. I have the Haunted Mansion wallpaper as my strap. So yeah, I, I had bought that when we were away, but I didn't have a pop socket. So I finally... Uh, last week found a like plain black pop socket to go with my haunted mansion case and I put it on and now I've swapped out my case so I'm very happy I have some Disney with me every day when I you know on my phone so now you feel whole again I feel whole again I was it was it was killing me walking around without a, a Disney phone case like it was really bugging me yeah and now this one like people don't really know so when I'm at work and stuff they look at the back of my phone case and they don't they don't know what it is um, but I know it's my haunted mansion. And you bought the black pop socket, which I saw at Best Buy the yeah. other day. Yeah, yeah. You were so concerned that you weren't going to be able to get a pop socket to match your haunted mansion case. I was very concerned. I was very concerned because you know what? This is like it's like the accessory, right? So an outfit. I don't care about my my jeans or or whatever, or my jacket, but you know my T-shirt, my phone case, and my duty like those are the three things that sort of make me complete when i leave the house okay right or oh, my alex and Annie's. <laughs> yeah well listen like i have a samsung s9 plus and i have no disney case because detect does not have that i know so, listen you know what you should do? Like, go over to, um, there's some places where you can make custom phone cases. Well, I'm just 
gonna hope that DTEC gets Samsung S9 Plus, so I can have one that I really want. Maybe by but the time we go back? I doubt it. And so you, you're complaining about your not getting a pop socket built into yours. At least you have options. <laughs> I don't have any options. You know what I do? I put stickers on the back of mine. <laughs> I put stickers. You've got stickers on the back just to sort of disnify your case. And I got a Toy Story pop socket. So I got a, I got a, I got a like, uh, I got a craft mine up to make mine look good. I know. I wish I probably could would... find something online if I looked online, but I kind of want a park screen. So I'm glad you got your pop socket figured out cool again, but yeah. I got stickers on the back of mine. Did you see that annual? Right burst your pixie Pardon? Did you see that annual pass holder one with the pop socket built in? I know, beautiful. I was so upset because it was for the phone I just traded in. It's always the way, right? Always the way. Although my new phone, though, some pretty epic pictures. You were even impressed with the pictures when we were away. Yeah, that's probably why I got sick from handling your phone. That might have been it. I know. I. I because I'm telling you. Whether we're sick or not, the photo shoots must still go on. Exactly. Well, and it's funny because I kept saying to you, Carrie, I don't want you to get sick. And Becky didn't get sick. Um, but so, And you're like, oh, don't worry. I never get sick. And then, yeah, the day you got home, it was like, boom, you were out. Yeah, sorry. All right. Yeah. But I think yeah. we're both now finally almost on the mend. Yep. Yeah. Back in action. Excellent. Well, thank you, Carrie, for joining me again on another episode of the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I hope you learned a little about the seasonal parties and got some information to help you plan your trip for next time. If you enjoyed the episode, it would really help me out if you left a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to hear any special topics like this one today was sent in from a listener, you know, send me a note on Facebook or Instagram or go over to the website pixiedustfan.com and send me an email through there. Till next time, remember that you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.